Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to another episode on Purpose Kingdom Network. This is your girl, Adrian Misunderstandings Allen. And as always, I take great pleasure in welcoming you to Gaga Goon. Now, if this is your first time here with us today, then I'd say sit back, you're in for a treat because we just like to sit and have real conversations to understand what it is that we need to do and look at how we need to look at so that we can go into the same situation just a little bit different. Tonight we're going to talk about the difference between good versus God. Yeah, I said it, good versus God. If you'd like to call in, the number to call in is 319-527. 6091. Again, the number is 319-527-6091. And in order to join in on the call, you press 1. That'll signal the board. The board will send you a beep. You'll hear the beep, and then it'll be your turn to speak. But in the world that we often defined looks at, you know, chaos and the uncertainties of life that we actually live in, we consider this place to be a place where we can come and use it as the sanctuary, if, if, if I could say the sanctuary. So tonight we're going to look at different scenarios, different ideas of how this looks in our lives because what I realized is that we do what we do the way that we do what we do, and we usually miss out on why we're doing what we're doing in the long run. And when asked questions, like when you start to ask people who are working for a certain goal or on a certain, you know, level, and you ask them what was the motivation, it seems as if even their motivation has changed. And I thought about it and I said, wow, most people start off doing whatever it is that they're doing thinking that this is the best thing to do or this was the best opportunity or this was the opportunity that came at the most ordained time. So you knew it was nothing but God sending you this opportunity because there was a need in your life. And now that need is able to be fulfilled. And not only is it able to be fulfilled, but it is you're actually going to be able to flourish in this thing. You're actually going to be able to, to cause roots, you know, sit, sit, sit long enough so that you can be planted. And then before you know it, you're not planted. You're still not where you think you should be. Or you're actually hearing God say another way. Like you're hearing God tell you, this isn't how I thought, you know, this wasn't the plan. You know how it says that he knows the plans for you and he's trying to basically tell you it's not the plan. You know, it's almost like a divine paradox because if you look at what it is, you 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 start to see exactly what it is because you're talking about your belief system, you're talking about your morality in some of the systems, and it's basically then you're talking about God's will. And when I looked at it and I started to ask questions to different people about it, we took like a deep dive into it and we really looked at it like spirituality, philosophy, ethics. You know, it's all about who you are, how you were made, what you were made for. So tonight I would like to let's ponder on good versus God. Three one nine five two seven six zero nine one is the number. If you are impelled, you have a question, you want to make a comment, or you just want to give a shout out. The number to dial is 319-527-6091. Press 1, and they'll signal the board. You hear the beep, and then you speak. 
So for all of the listeners that are out there, and this is your first time on Purpose Kingdom Network, I've got to say welcome to the kingdom. Welcome to the kingdom. It's going down in the PK. It's going down in the PK. I've been saying that for about seven years now. And when I tell you that if you go to www.blogtalkradio.com backwards slash Purpose Kingdom, you will be able to have your delight because there's 1,911 archive shows in there right now. And if you check out tomorrow, this one will also be there. A lot of times it's good to run it back because you might hear something the second time that or the third time that you didn't hear. Not only that, it's also good to invite other people to hear what it is that you saw because you might see people dealing with these types of situations. You know, like there was one lady who was really – looking at her social media and you know how they say social media is in 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 this age social media is a thing back in my when i was growing up social media wasn't a thing so you wouldn't be able to even have a conversation about social media and everyone be able to understand but this one here is something where it's like society says that it's okay to just be what you want. Nobody's really, nobody has any right to say anything to you about what it is that you want to say. So you settle in on this routine that is what you do. You don't really do anything, but it's what you do. So because it's what you do, you feel safe and secure in it. And it's really not aligning you with anything that, you know, there's like a purpose of your life. You were here, you were made to do something. You weren't made to just wake up go to work, not touch anybody, not speak to anybody, not help anybody, come back home, eat, go to sleep, wake up, and do it all again. There is a reason why you're here. There is a person or there are people that are here for you that are waiting for you. So the sooner we understand that there is more to what we're doing than just this comfortable place. You know, a lot of people don't understand, but complacency is a bad thing because it's like almost settling for where you are as opposed to striving for the better, for the better, or, you know, striving for more. But then you get caught up in it because in the way that we would say that it's good, it's good because you know what you get to do during the day. You might be able to budget yourself because you know you don't do anything, so you don't really spend anything. You know what you do have you can keep because you don't go anywhere, you don't do anything, and it's very comfortable for you. And you've made this world that everything is good in your little box, but no one is in the box with you. And right off the bat, if there's something that is telling you that you can do it on your own or you'd rather do it on your own, understand that that is not good and it's surely not God because nothing is supposed to be done alone. You're supposed to be doing it in a group, Um, not even in a big, large group, but you are not supposed to be alone. And settling in on your routine that just is really comfortable you're dealing with a lot of complacency, you're just not really, you know, moving in the line to what God is calling you to do. Somebody else was dealing with the fact that they only wanted to do things because they liked when other people saw what they were doing and said that that was a good job. You know what I mean? Like they were doing things, they were doing things for validation. They were doing things to please the other people. So they were looking for the fact that they could seek the approval and praises of other people because of the things that they did. Now, it it actually feels good to be able to, you know, hear someone say, thank you for doing whatever you've done or whatever. But if you think about you're only seeking the approval and praise of others, for your actions is like 
distracting you from what it is that you actually authentically are supposed to be purposed out here to do, which might have nothing to do with any of those things that you're doing for the people so that they can give you the validation. And it's more like there's no focus on self-evaluation. Like there's no there's no there's no sense of pride in who it is that you are and you don't have to do what other people are trying to do so that you can be validated but you can do your own thing so when you look at good versus god you're like okay this is good because i'm helping the people this is good because i volunteer every day this is good because no one goes hungry when i'm there but at the end of the day you're leaving God out of it because it's not what you've been called to do. It's not your purpose. Then you have the other person that's like really just doesn't like them. I met a young lady the other day who was really, really just going through she was doing she was doing something in church. So everyone thinks that when you do something in church it's automatically good. Um it doesn't have to automatically be good because if you're supposed to be somewhere else and you're now not doing what you're supposed to be doing because you're trying to, you know, do something good here. It's almost like, why are you working so hard for these other people, but you don't work on your own stuff? You're not, you're like, like you, you lose your passion or you don't have a passion. Your passion is doing stuff for other people. It's like you end up being busy all day, you're busy all night, and then when you lay down, you realize, wow, you never looked inside to see what it was that you wanted to do, you know. So these are just some of the ways that you can look at good situations. And we think that they're good situations, but they're not God situations. And, and, and that becomes the situation all within itself because you ask yourself the question. So then I was asking I was looking at different areas of it, and I said, well, you know, this is this is considered to be some people's church. So the best thing I wanted to do is kind of look into the Bible and see if there were diff- different demonstrations. I do know that, like, off the bat, like, the first person that you would think of is um, you can use Joseph. I would use Joseph because Joseph had his dream when he was very, very young. So he seen something good that was going to happen very, very young because of, you know, this was God's way. Well, how do I say it? It's good versus God. So he saw the dream, and in the dream he was, you know, his brothers were bowing to him. So because of that, that says that there's some type of a power in there. There's some type of an authority in that. The difference is when he woke up and he started talking about the dream, his brothers got upset. They didn't like him. You understand? And then everything happened. Like, you know, he got he got sold away and 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 then bought and then and put into slavery and then he ends up in jail. You know, so he has a whole life that goes completely and utterly wrong, out of whack, and all of this. But yet he had a dream that showed him some good. That's another way that you can look at the good versus God, because it's like, okay, well, God, you said this was going to happen. But it doesn't say that it was going to happen yesterday, or it wasn't going to happen, you know, it wasn't going to happen tomorrow. Because actually we see that most of the times when God shows the person something, he shows them something, but then there's something else that has to happen. There's something else that needs to be done in order for them to qualify themselves for that actual point of what it is. You know, and I thought about it. Another another one that you could look at would be like David. You know, David was David was made king when he was still in the field tending sheep. You you understand? So at the same token, he was the one that said, "You you are the king," but yet you actually have to watch Saul portray as the king because he thinks he is the king. Because really, I mean, he is the king, but then he lost honor with God. So he lost it, but yet it didn't happen overnight. He didn't wake up the next day and become the king. 
there was there was a lot of things that he went through, a lot of fighting, a lot of, you know, losing battles and winning battles and conquering things and having to take over cities. But at the same time, everything that he was doing was something that was maybe not good physically or maybe not good mentally, but it was all good for what it was that was preparing him for what God was saying. So good versus God, it says, well, wait a minute, hold on. That means that everything that God has for me isn't good. That's how somebody asked the question. And I said, well, wait, it's not that everything that God has for you isn't good because it is good. Sometimes we just don't see it as good in the situation if that makes sense. So if you're out there and you understand what I mean by that, like where there's a moment in your life where you thought you were supposed to be on your way to becoming the CEO of a Fortune 500 company or and some, something happened. They hired you for one thing and you ended up you know, having to work your way up from the mailroom all the way to the CEO. However, now you're sitting at the CEO level thinking of all of those things. In the moment, you thought they were horrid, but now you realize that they were all, you know, it was all a part of building for you, growing into something. So if you're out there and you'd like to comment or you have something to add, the number is 319-527. Six zero nine one. So when it came down to ask, asking the young lady if she if she under like if she could give me an example of what she was saying or like what 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 made her ask the question because basically that's where you could tell like she was asking because well if God is so good. Why would this happen? And so when I asked her, she said it was more like Job, like the character Job in the Bible. And we all know that in Job's aspect, Job was a wealthy guy. He had great family. You know, everything was going good for for Job. And the devil basically was looking for someone to basically pick with. And God actually volunteered Job because of his faithfulness, because of how he was, his example. And that right there all within itself is something different. When you are doing something in the manner that God calls on you, God uses you as the example you know, like I know there's there's all types of people that I've made everybody. I've made all kinds of people doing all kinds of things. But have you considered my servant, my servant Joe? So then in the consideration, what happens is the devil basically says, well, he loves you, God, because basically, you you know, he has everything. Why would he not love you? And basically God said, well, oh, yeah, well, and, you know, and it was a whole back and forth thing. To the point where the first thing he did, I think, like, he like he lost his crops and then, like, he children, you know, and um, everything was everything was going in ways where momentarily we just lost our host. We're going to get her back on. So just give me a moment, and she was just talking about Job and uh, how he went through uh, some things. And if you just give me a moment, we'll get her back. We'll get her back on. And we're on the show God's Got Goons. We're on Purpose Cam Network, and our host, Adrian Allen, is back again. Here we go. Here we go. I don't know what happened, but we're going to say that the devil didn't want me to tell y'all about Job because this is what's going on in a lot of people's world. And so basically 
all all that the devil was trying to do was make Job lose his faithfulness. Let you know, lose and give in to the fact that he no longer has the faith. He doesn't believe that God is the number one, no all, be all, in control, no matter what, whether it's good or bad, there's a reason why I'm going through it and I'm still learning. You know, so when it comes from that aspect, everything that he went through was not good, from the losing of the crops to to the death of his children to, you know, losing out on his friends, you know, his his wife turning his her back on him. Like there was and then he lo- then he got sick. You know, so there was like everything was not good in his world. He would not think that that was good at all, no matter which way you looked at it. But it was all good because God was still there and because he never lost he never lost his faith in it. God actually restored everything that he lost, you know, and and actually they say that he got more than what he lost. So that's a good versus God because you you get caught up in it. And a lot of people go through the things that we go through, and the first thing that we want to do is give up. And you... And you really, I don't understand how people give up on God, but there's a there's a place in all of us where there's a moment where you want to give up, and when you when you give up, you're not only giving up for you, but you're giving up for the people that you're supposed to help. Like, I forget where I was, but I heard a message, and the message really resonated with me because. It was more so speaking to individuals that were supposed to be like teaching and coaching and doing everything, you know, to help someone else. But it was more so of if you're not really doing what it is that you're doing, then not only are you not getting what it is that God has called you to do, but there's a group of people that are missing out on something because you are not doing what it is that's supposed to be done. So we're looking at good versus God. You might think you're good, but the question is, is it God? Is is it called for you? Is that what you're supposed to be doing? Some people look at it and say, well, it all does fall into the lack of self-respect. If there's no self-respect or you don't want to change, like a lot of people are scared to change. They're scared to step into into that new career path. You know, I know a lot of people that know that there's something bigger and better for them in their lives, but they refuse to do it because they don't want to change. It really goes back to, you know, your comfortability again, being complacent. But how about you have the people that are like, in today's world, we're big on the money. You know, if your money is long, if you got the bag or whatever they say, they 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 call that winning. But a lot of times, it's against everybody. You know, it's against your values, or it should be against your values, or against your family values. You know, if you have any values. Today, we live in a world where there's not a lot of people that are rocking with values because they don't want to hold their values. You know, they'd rather keep their values on the the back burner because as long as the money is coming in and the check is good, we'll just cash the bank. We'll cash the money, and that'll, that'll work because it's good. You know, it's taking care of my home. It's taking care of my family. It's doing the things that we need to do. We're living comfortably. But is it God? You know what I mean? People can become distracted extremely fast because things start accumulating in their lives and the money starts getting bigger and bigger. And then the more, like the higher your, the higher the bank account, the lower the purpose. You you know, like the pursuit of money is, I know how they say that money can be the root of all eat to all evil. It's not so much that the money is, but it's the love of the money. It's the way and the will and the why of the money that gets in the way of a lot of things. 
Um, you want money. You need money. Money is good because you would never have to worry about being told no. Or, like, I've heard a situation where it's like um, I wanted to go and I wanted to talk to a group of people, and I had an idea and I wanted to introduce the I wanted to introduce the idea to this group of people. But the difference was you had to get, like, invited to go speak to the group of people. So I have this great product that I think is great for everyone, but yet I don't know anyone to get me inside with the group of people. So I then lose out on that group of people because I don't have any means to get there unless I have the money and I throw a, let's say I throw a seminar or something or a webinar and I invite the group of people because I threw the seminar. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't have to get invited in because I put the check up so that I could just have this program and then invite the people that I wanted to have at the program as opposed to being invited in the room. I made my room. Or I should say, I, you know, I used my funds and I built my room. That's what a lot of people have to try to look at because, one, if it's not celebrity in the world of social media and celebrity, you might not, you might, you might be overlooked. You know, right now we're living in a world where if you watch football, you're being overwhelmed with this whole Taylor Swift thing. And I'm like, okay, girl, go on with yourself and get your man and everything. But let him play some ball now because that's not what we do. You know, we don't really do all of that that y'all doing right now. Keep the Swifties out of the field. Keep them out of the box because we're, you know, we're trying to play ball here, ladies. If anything, welcome to the game. Sit down, learn something. And, uh, you know, appreciate what's going on. Then, then maybe we can come to a happy medium. But until then, like, it it was good, but now it ain't good anymore. Let it go. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I got 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 distracted. Um, that leads me into the next point, though, about being distracted. A lot of times, good things that happen to us in life are distractions. Like, think about the person who is extremely talented. You know, they 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 draw, they draw, and someone sees their artwork, and they're making paintings, and they're very very passionate about what they do. You know, they love what they do, and it's it's expressive and it's creative. You know, and everyone likes what is going on, so her work gets you know seen everywhere recognized and then you know she gets bigger and bigger next thing you know she no longer longer is you know looking for enjoying what it is that she's doing but now she's looking for the fame she's looking for people to notice her you know and after a while you lose something and unfortunately you lose the God in it because you start focusing on all of that good. You start focusing on the fact that it's attracting people to you. You start looking at the fact that you're making more money from it, so you're financially getting better. And then you're looking at it and you're saying, I love the way that I live right now. But at the end of the day, you've stifled yourself because you no longer enjoy creating. At one time, it was just something that you'd like to do. She liked to draw to express herself, and she expressed herself, and then when other people seen her expression, you know, they they loved it even more, and they would praise her for it. So now, you know, it's different because people are actually critiquing her work, and some people are liking it, and some people don't like it. You know, so now you she's looking at it a little bit different. It's like, ah, do I want to do this? But not only do I want to do it because I like the way that it looks and I'm expressing it in my manner, but now I have to do this in a way that the world is going to see it because if they see this, they might say that. Or if they see this, they might see that. So good versus God gets completely in the way when you're distracted 
because now your mind is, you know, somewhere different. So then you look at the fact that if you take the same woman, you know, now she might not even see herself the same way because she believes that it's all about what people are saying about her painting. You know, so if she, if she, because of the fact that she started one way, she might be scared to change or try to adapt or show, you know, show growth in who she is because the public won't, you know, accept it. So she won't change. So God is saying, switch, switch it up, do this. And she's scared to do that because at the end of the day, that's not where her good is. Her good is over on the other side. But sometimes good versus God, what are you supposed to do? You have to remember that your your expression is always not what it is. So it looks like I believe I have a caller. So if I have a caller, you can bring on the caller. Caller, are you there? All right. If it's not a caller, if you are there and they do unmute you and you hear the beep, then it will be your turn to speak. If not, we will continue to keep going because we will invite all of you who are just joining us to dial in at 319-527-6091. Or you can be joining us online or hitting, you know, different different aspects of where we need to be going with the whole good versus God. Now, another thing that I realized for myself was that there is a difference between busy work and doing something because you've been called to do it. What I've realized is that sometimes in our lives we we get caught up in what we're doing and we lose the focus on why we're doing what it is that we're doing. And then before you know it, you're just like the young lady that was doing the painting. You're painting, but you don't even remember what you're painting for. You don't get the enjoyment of doing what it was that you were doing before because now you're you're doing it. It's like a job. You know, it's become, it went from a pastime to a hobby, you know, to to something that now you hate to do because someone else is expecting of it, you know, you to do it. So when it says good versus God, you can't even see God in it anymore because you might have lost focus or or you you just got sidetracked. A lot of times we get sidetracked because we think that we're in a place where we're supposed to be. And because we think that we're in a place that we're supposed to be, we try to root ourselves. I keep saying about this root. I keep saying about this root, but I'm 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 hearing I'm hearing um my people shall be planted. Like, you know, like planted, like seeds, um, so that they can gain root. But that means that you've sat there for a minute. You know, it's not something that you did for a little bit. You got you got a little bit of water, and then you got up and went to the next thing. Because if you got up and went to the next thing, your roots didn't have time to settle. So you're not planted. You might be in the ground or on the ground, you know what I'm saying, but you're not planted in the ground. So good versus God. It's good that you've been planted. God is when you get roots. Okay? When when life when life begins to settle down for you and you understand that no matter what it is that you're facing right now, it's just another thing for you to go through or it's another thing to build you 
that confidence that you need to go to the next step because the next step is the place. The next step is God. The next step is where the call can be answered. And then the purpose for your life will be filled. My thing is that I realize a lot of us are walking around and some are looking still to find their purpose. Others don't realize that they're, they have a purpose. And then, unfortunately, there are people still in this world today that really don't care about their purpose, if there was a purpose, and could care less if they ever fulfill it. Now, doing that, saying that, it's unfortunate because someone, like I said, is going to miss out on something because you did not complete or fulfill the purpose. In 2023, we see that life has changed drastically within the last four to five years. Now, because of the pandemic, of course, everything completely changed. But when it comes down to purpose, when it comes down to the plan for your life, when it comes down to different things that God has called you to, you probably heard these words, you know, you've heard this message, you've heard you've heard that call before the five years, like five years ago, before five years ago, you were hearing this message. You had this dream. You know, you saw this in a, in, in a, in a thought or, you know, God sent this to you somehow so that you know that this is really what you should be doing. All the other things are just temporary things that could be helping you build for that moment. But the one moment that you're waiting on is, is that that you saw. That would be your God. And so then what you would do is you would look at all of the things that are able to come to you, able to, you know, help you, things that people might ask you to do and volunteer on wise. And so it's okay to tell them no if it is not lined up with what you saw for the purpose in your life. You understand? So, a lot of times when you look at it and you say good versus God. Well, the lady asked me so nicely, and she wants me to come over three times a day, I mean three times a week, and she wants me to help out doing this, and she wants me to do that. And it's easy for me to do it because, you know, I can still move around and everything, and I can just take a little bit more time out of my schedule to make sure that I do this and everything. And I go and I start doing it, and I do it for like three or four weeks. I realized that there's a lot of work that she needs me to do. I'm doing it because I told her that that's what I was going to do because we look. I look at this like this is my good because the lady is a little bit older and she needs the help, and I'm willing and I can do it. So now when I get back in my house and I'm scheduled to pull out my laptop and do the work that I've been called to do, I end up falling asleep on that work, or I never actually make to open up the screen so that I can start on that work. Um, then the next thing you know, I've fallen asleep and I've not done the work. But yet I have to wake up the next day and then I'm back into this volunteering situation which I've volunteered to help the lady because the lady needs my help and this, that, and the other thing. So understand that this is all good. Everything you're doing is good and you should do it because it's great for you to do it. But when it comes down to good versus God, you might have to tell people no. You might have to start saying no. You might even want to think about, I had to look at it my this way, I should start showing up for me the way I show up for other people. If I can learn how to show up and support me the way I show up and support other people, my life would be halfway all right. 
that goes on to my purpose, that goes on the reason why God has called me here. Because remember, I've already said that if you don't do what it is that God has called you to do, you're not the only person that loses out on that. It's the other people that you've been called for that are missing out on you because you're not doing what it is that you're supposed to be doing. So get past the good and go and work on the God so that it can be good for everybody. Not just good for the material, not just good for living an easier life, or not just good to have what it is that you want when you want it, but to actually be able to be God, which then makes it good for everybody, good for the world. So basically, tonight, I just want you to think about what it is that we do, why we do, and where are we going in order to do what we do. There's a place in it where it all comes down to the relationship that you have with God, to understand that he has called you for a purpose and that there is a reason why it was you and no one else. You know, we always do something called the call of salvation. And the reason why we do the call of salvation is because we want to give everyone that opportunity of salvation, to ask for the forgiveness of your sins, you know, to actually enter into the kingdom so that you can have eternal life through faith in Christ, you know, like, so you, we want to offer it to you so that you can understand that the one thing that works in all of it is you are rooted in the death and the resurrection of Christ because he got up, that means we get up, you know. So we offer something called the call of salvation, and it is an invitation to receive exactly what I'm telling you, which is the gospel, which is that Christ was born, he was hung on a cross, he died, and then he rose again, taking all power unto himself, okay? So it's an opportunity for people to turn away from the bad things in life, to turn away from sin, and actually ask God to come into your life and forgive you. Well, basically, it's you acknowledging the fact that you believe. And when you say that you believe, it becomes that personal. It becomes that call just for you. And the way that you do it is you say a simple prayer, and the prayer can be, well, you can repeat after me. Dear God, I come to you today acknowledging that I'm a sinner and I'm in need of forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and rose again to offer me the gift of salvation. I turn from my sins and put my faith in Christ and my Lord and Savior. Thank you for loving me and for extending this call of salvation to me. I receive the gift of salvation and the new life that comes with it. I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit and to give me the strength to follow you every day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, and I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you say that prayer, they say that you tell somebody, and then you are saved. It is done. Now, what I would say is if you can cook up with someone that is in the Word, that understands the Bible, you want to start to understand what God is saying in the Bible. That way you can see the difference between good versus God. Uh, yes, I'm here. So I'll go ahead and do the announcements. Thank you so much. Adrian, for tonight's episode, we uh, really appreciate the word that's brought forth tonight and uh, just enlighten us and, and with knowledge of some of the things you spoke on. We thank you so much for that. So real quickly, this is a Product Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode, no matter where in the world you are. Whether you're joining us via phone or Internet, we greatly appreciate your listenership and support for us here at Purpose Kingdom Network. 
We also thank those that share with their friends and family members for letting their friends and family members know that Purpose Kingdom Network is on the air. Anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. Anytime we do a live show, we do uh, have a call-in number, which is 319-527-6091. Anytime you want to, want to talk to any one of our hosts, you just press the number one, and we'll get you in as quickly as we can. Also, we invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is at Purpose Kingdom at Facebook, where you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements, and from time to time, we do make major announcements on the social media pages as well as others. We're also on Instagram and Twitter under the handle Purpose underscore Kingdom. Now, also, um, if you want to uh, correspond with us via email, you can correspond with us, correspond with us at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. We can see your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a prayer request. We're gladly out of that. Also, if you need a Bible, just leave your contact information, and we'll see about getting your Bible. Okay? Uh, also, uh, check out PKN.com where you can hear 24 hours of music of inspiration. Okay, and with that, um, with the next uh, piece of announcements is um, with God's will, God's blessing. We hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour. Um, and there at the 9 p.m. hour, we're going to have In Search of the Truth, in Search of the Truth with Evangelist Cheryl Johnson at the 8 p.m. hour. Sorry about that. Uh, once again, with God's will, God's blessing. We hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 8 p.m. hour for In Search of the Truth, and that's going to be hosted by Evangelist Cheryl Johnson. Okay, with that being said, we're going to hand the show back over to uh, Minister Adrian Allen. And Adrian, great show. Um, and the show's back in your hands. Why, wow, thank you so much. Um, you guys remember <clears throat> tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, because um, I know that people are listening to us from all over the world. And sometimes they see it and they're like, huh, what? Well, good versus God. Always remember that in life it seems that we go through what we go through and how much we grow in where we are is determined really by what we believe in God. But it's equally what we think and believe about ourselves. And when you are working with good versus God, you you start to get caught up in the good <clears throat> and think that you are winning. But what is actually happening is is taking you further and further and further away from God. And I believe it's the difference in what God is thinking about us and what we think about ourselves. And God always reminds us of who we are. He always lets us know, you know, that we are the salt, we are light, we are royal, we are chosen, we are anointed, we're the head, not the tail, and we're more than conquerors. So when you're doing something and you're receiving the, these acknowledgments because of the good that you're doing, then you you just settle in, lay root, let the roots let the roots form, so that you can be planted and you will be grounded. Because one thing I know that God does do is He reminds us about His truth, and He knows that the enemy will always try to distract us from the blessing. Like um, I heard someone say that he doesn't have the power to take anything away from us. He has, he has the ability to confuse us, to let us give it away, but he cannot take it away. So if we know that he cannot, take it away unless we give it away, then you start to think of the things that you're doing for good and you just want to verify that they are aligned with what you have been called to do for God. So good versus God. There's the good that 
is good for God's purpose in your life because it's building your stamina, it's building your strength, it's building your awareness, it's building your, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's allowing you to know what to handle, what to, it's preparing you for everything that is going to happen in the purpose of where you are being called to. But then there's also that good that is just really sent as a distraction to make you feel like you're being loved, make you feel like you're being appreciated, making you feel like you're fulfilling the deed, you're fulfilling the obligation. But just make sure you don't leave out God. I hope I said that right. Because the one thing I don't want people to do is stop doing the good because it's not God. But just understand where you are in God, where God is calling you to. And if the things that you are doing and the good deeds that you're doing, if they're not lined up with the purpose that God has for you, then it's time to learn how to say no. It's time to learn how to let it go. And it's time to learn how to let God come in. Let God show you what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And then go get it. And make that good. God. I'll see y'all next week. Uh, send this message to somebody that you believe might need to hear it, you know, might need to slow up on what they're doing or might need to lean in on what they're doing and appreciate why they're doing it a little more. Thank you all for listening. God bless. Jesus bless. He raised me. I will not lose. He saved me. I will not lose. I will not lose. Never wanna see me down. I will not lose.